Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Um, Lorraine and I are trying just these 10 minute kind of coffee chats. Um, or where tea. We, tea or tea. Yeah. <laughs> or mushroom tea or whatever it is that you're working with. <laughs> I'm drinking three shots of espresso <laughs> as normal. So um, grab something to drink that feels good for you. And today we're going to um, just talk. It's quick, 10 minutes, because we know that we value uh, our time and your time, but we're going to talk about anchoring and we talk about it so much in yoga and we don't get a chance to explain it. So we thought this would be a nice opportunity. Um, ha you know, if you've been in one of our classes and you've heard us talk about the anchor, Lo, you want to tell us about your yeah. anchor? My favorite thing. So this is something that I feel like has changed my life. I've brought into teachings in yoga and meditation has made me a better teacher, has made me a better mom. I really shout out Alex Crow for bringing it into our continued learning and teacher trainings. And it's something extremely simple. My favorite quick story on this is I brought it into a meditation and a woman thought I said anger channel, find your anger, <laughs> go right toward it. Um, and I love, she was like, oh, I loved feeling my anger, which great, but an anchor is yes. a little bit different. Um, it's your ability to put your attention on something very specific. You think of the imagery of an anchor going really deep and holding you fixed. And so in your body, it might be an anchor of your feet on the ground, your shoulders drawing down, just anchoring to a sensation or a feeling in your body. Anchoring can also be your breath, noticing it. I think we use the breath as an anchor a lot. Some people love it. For some people, it makes them a little anxious. So back to the body to settle. Mm. An anchor can also be in your brain, maybe a place or an image or yoga nidra provides really um, consistent, specific anchors for your brain to go to. So it has a way of channeling the scattered energy and bringing it to one point. So suddenly you remember that you're actually really good at being mindful, really good at getting centered through that concept of having an anchor, mental, physical, breath anchor. Yeah. I think, um, so often when people start yoga and we, as teachers are talking about their ability to find the present moment, it's such a huge concept. It's such a yeah. little short phrase, but such a monumental concept and can feel so frustrating for practitioners and honestly teachers, mm. um, when you're trying to, sum it up for people. I think mm -hmm. they feel it in yoga oftentimes mm -hmm. when they feel kind of this yoga bliss or they get really into their body, um, but they might not be able to explain why. And so the anchor is something I bring in kind of right in the beginning of mm -hmm. class. I introduce it. And um, I love the way Alex, who is part of our 200 hour teacher trainings, um, describes it. And she uses it as you can anchor to your, you can use your breath as an anchor or sensation or sound. Mm. Um, and having for small children, the opportunity, I'll call it, <laughs> to reframe sound as mm -hmm. an anchor in the present moment, like lit me up because I, I used to, you know, the sound is a distraction the sound is annoying. It's something that's constantly there. But when you can reframe it to think like, oh, I'm hearing this sound, even if it's a screech of a child in mm. the very present moment. 
oh, I'm here. I'm in the present moment, like when I did it. Mm. Um, and so the anchor is just such a simple concept. It's a practice, right? But it's a simple concept that I think works really well. My one other favorite thing is you don't judge the anchor, right? So with sound, the way it works for you to find that settling in a sound that could potentially be annoying, it's not annoying when it's just an anchor. It just is what it is. Oh, there's that sound of the heat blowing in the yoga studio. Whereas I'm like, oh, that sound again, right? It could, you'd shift it. It's the Mm. same exact thing, but suddenly it's like, oh, I'm going to just hold on to that and let it remind me that I'm right here right now, instead of tying some emotional connection that can take you into the story that you're telling yourself or the story in your head. With an anchor, there's no story. It just is what it is. So your breath might be shallow. Fine. Anchor to it. Your breath might be deep. Great. It doesn't mean that you're enlightened, not enlightened. It just is what it is. And I think that that feels so liberating for all of us. Yeah, it's a, it's a really, um, beneficial tool to, to practice with. You can practice with it in yoga class and, or anytime. So especially I call it the monkey mind. Like if Mm. you're spinning, um, or if your mind, the monkey mind is essentially this kind of like thought pattern that happens in the back of my mind that I'm not even positive is happening, or it's not at the forefront of my brain, but it's this story, this, this constant chatter, I guess, in the back of my head. And when you slow down, it gets louder Mm. and you can hear it, which is great for awareness, but then to be able to change pattern, you have Mm. to redirect a lot. And so the anchor has helped me do that. Just redirect the thoughts. And so many people I think are, are dealing with repetitive negative thoughts that either they're aware of or they're not. So step one is awareness. Step two, anchor down to something that's kind of real, which is your breath or what you're touching or the sounds that you're hearing. Those are real things around you, not patterned thinking. Mm. And it's quick. Yeah. Yeah. We like a quick fix. Mm. (laughs) All right. Great. Anything else on anchors? I think that's it. Try it. All right. Use it. Yeah. Okay, good. Thanks. See you guys next time. Bye.